Guardy Lou. This week on the podcast, we're talking about children with past lives, or who claim to have past lives. Hi, I'm Joyce. And I'm Lillian. And this is a really interesting subject. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's one that I've researched over the years, or just, you know, out of curiosity, yeah. read books, and, um, you know, I guess everybody wants to know what happens when we die. Yeah, it's one of those things we don't know till we die, maybe. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I think about that too, like, maybe you know for a short time, but if you do get reincarnated, you obviously don't remember, like most of us. Most of us, yeah. Or, um, I don't know, will will we actually still be aware? You know what I mean? Like, I know. I, I always think about that, like, you know, when you're dead, you're dead, they say, some people. Yeah, like, that's it. That's it. And how can it, that be it? We... All we know is what's in our head, you know, our brains. Yeah, like your entire uh, world is created by your brain almost. Yeah, I mean, and then to have experience. it <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of, it's one of those things that's always scared me a little bit, just that idea of not existing anymore. It's hard to wrap your mind around it. Well, do you believe in reincarnation? Um, well, I have to say, after doing this research, I kind of do. <laughs> and yeah. I think... Before the research, I don't know if I believed it, but I wanted to because I like the idea about of being able to come back and, you know, be a different person and try a different, mm-hmm. you know, have a different experience. Like, you know, maybe you come back as, you know, the high school football player or you come back as, um, you know, the kid that does a lot of drugs and <laughs> who knows what happened, you know. Um, I'm, of course, I'm, <laughs> I'm just pulling like teenage movie tropes out of my head but you know that kind of where you get to be walking the other person's shoes yeah so I like the that idea of coming back and getting to be someone else or look different or have a different set of challenges to be more confident and popular maybe not popular but more accepted (laughs) yeah or maybe the opposite I don't know I guess I don't know if you get to choose any of that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, because I've heard people say they believe, um, and I don't know where I got this, but some people believe you get, when you go, you pass away, you, you know, meet up with the people that you shared this life with, and then you guys, not you guys, but the, <laughs> the people kind <laughs> of um, hash it over, I guess, and then they might decide to come back again and still be in each other's lives or you know go their separate ways and maybe you know team up with another group of souls yeah they get to choose yeah but I don't know how that works really if that's how it works or because for reading some of this too it seems like um I read the median median time between um death and rebirth or whatever is about 16 months so that's kind of like the middle that's the median would be like when it happens the most often. Yeah. It'd be at 16, 16 months after you die. So um, that kind of doesn't fit with that narrative because you'd have to wait for everybody to die that you had a relationship with to kind of decide if you're going to come back together or not. Well, they could be the ones that are there longer just, you know, discussing it, whereas the people that decide, well, I want a whole new experience... I'm out of you know, this. I'm blowing this me, taco stand. <laughs> you know, if you're live in the U.S. and you're white, you might decide, oh, I want to live in the Philippines and be a Filipino and see what that's like. Or maybe I, I, I want a tough life so I can see if I can overcome it or, you know, something entirely different. Yeah, and that, that was another thing I read is that most people, or the kids anyway, this is all, we just looked at kids. We didn't look at it. I don't trust the adults. Well, you might have looked at kids. I see your face. You're making faces at me. <laughs> well, I looked at, I did look at some adults too. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't trust the adults as much for some reason because I feel like there's the whole group of people that sort of want to have these special powers or something. And I, so I don't always trust 
trust them yeah. as much as the kids. They seem so much more pure, but, um, you know, just like psychics, you know, I do believe some people are psychic, but yes. I also believe there's a lot of, um, fake people out there trying to swindle you out of your money. So yeah, I'm suspicious, but I did read that most of the time when they, the kids reincarnated, it wasn't, um, it was pretty close to the, where they were already. All their time. Yeah. Well, not the time, but the geolo- geographical location. Oh, yeah, that they were within 100 miles, 150 yeah. miles. So that made me them. wonder, too, like, why wouldn't more people reincarnate, you know, like, this lifetime I'm going to be Chinese, next lifetime I'm going to be uh, born into Sudan, or, you know. But some of them were, were like that. Oh, okay. Well, look at, you know. I guess it would be harder to track, to track it down and prove it or not you know they don't really prove it but to their best ability using you know as much proof as they can or data they can collect well to do it if it's closer than if it's on the other side of the world the ones unless they know a name in a circumstance yeah um because some of them that i read they they would be you know they might have lived here in the states but they were reincarnated from somebody who was in the World War Two, and they were, um, they had a name, you know, they they recognized. They knew the, the name. Yeah, that they were from England or or somewhere else. I think it's interesting too because that a lot of the people weren't reincarnated from a famous person. Where like, uh, those are the adults. Those saying are that. the adults, like, or you know. It's kind of like those genetic tests and everybody's like, I'm related to, you know, Ben Franklin or I don't know, whatever, somebody really important. Yeah. And everybody wants to claim that. And it makes it, I get more suspicious about that too than if you're just, if someone said, yeah, I, I used to, you know, I ran a laundry, <laughs> you know, during mm-hmm. the, during the, uh, time when everybody was moving out west migrating west and or you know something like that that just seems more likely and another thing i read too that made it seem more real that these stories could be more real is um you know they have all those studies in the at the university of virginia where dr tucker is and their and his predecessor which i forgot his name but i have it here somewhere but um they they found that, you know, a lot of the... Oh, I lost what I was trying to say. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> what were we talking about? About how someone might be from one place, but... Yeah. You know, how how would they know? Well, I was trying to think, like, how they can prove or think... Oh, this is what I was going to say. They, um, they tend to not be famous people. And then they also have found that most of the families didn't really want to talk about it publicly. No. Like they wanted to keep it, I don't want to say a secret, but more of a secret. Well, when you, I watched a lot of videos of people, of parents, and when you see these parents and they, they, they're scared, it scares them. They feel horrible. They don't know how to help their children. They don't know how to get through this. And when you think about it, I mean, kids will say things to you like, oh, Mom, you remember when you 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 wore that red dress with the hearts on it, and you're like, "Well, I never wore that." And you, you know, the kids have an imagination, or maybe yeah, they you just it. yeah, you don't you yeah. just chalk it up to that. But a lot of these kids, they they don't say anything either. They don't. They might live with it for a while before they come out and say it. I know. I looked at one case, and the the girl was afraid that she was. Something was wrong with her, obviously, that yeah. she had a mental problem until she um, learned something in school and history. And she came running home and saying, Mom, Mom, look, this really happened. This is what I've been dreaming. Oh, yeah, I think I, I saw that, the that episode of some one of the shows with yeah. her on it. She yeah, on she was on the orphan train. train. Yeah. yeah, but she thought she was crazy. You know, yeah. And by then, she looked like she might have been 11 or 12, and that's about the age when they... You know, they, they've people, most of the kids start forgetting things. Yeah. But she still remembered. Yeah, I think, I think you might remember it more if your family continues to talk about it. If they say, don't, don't talk about that anymore, like, don't want to really entertain it or anything. Yeah. I'm sure it gets forgotten faster. But I do remember that story because 
she remembered these different things and a lot of it didn't kind of make sense until she discovered the story of the orphan train. Yeah. And then they found her, didn't they? Like the I child don't know. they thought she was or when I left it, she hadn't figured out she figured they figured out where she probably went. Because there was like a boy she was friends with on the yeah. train and then he got he when they got there he went one way with a family and she went another way. Yeah. But they don't then she was going to go from there. I I forget where they were but then they were going to go to she was going to go to Kansas because that's where they thought that particular train went the kids on that train went that way most yeah. of them. And that's where it was left so I don't know. That one really stuck with me just because it was so sad because I I don't know if it was their her mom talking about it, but you know some of the kids went to good families, yeah, and some of them went to really bad families. Yeah, the whole thing was bad. They went. Some of them just became slaves. slaves. Yeah, they were slave labor, and um, I can't remember if she was or not, or if they touched on that, or because I mean, most of the time too, they say that the kids who remember being reincarnated had a tragic death yeah and so it makes me wonder if if something tragic must have happened for her to remember yeah all of that is sad that's why I say the parents have such a hard time because yeah because the kids are still trying to process all that the grief or the fear or whatever happened one of them I I saw where the the boy kept having nightmares, and he had a lot of nightmares. But he was well at, during the day. He was well adjusted. He was fearless. He did things, was fine. But then, if they t- when they took him to the daycare center, he cried. They said that the, the teachers there said that he cried for an hour on the floor, just laying there crying. Oh, poor kid! Because he was abandoned. But come to find out, and they kind of traced a little bit. They didn't. They couldn't really find out who it was he had a name but he couldn't they couldn't figure out who he was and but he his parents were killed they were shot in their bed oh my gosh so he he remembered that and his mom found a couple cases where the that happened but the kids that found the parents or some he didn't think they but by this time he was about 11 and he didn't he couldn't figure he didn't know it didn't sound familiar to him that that was his parents but they were they were killed in their bed that's so sad a a lot of them are sad so you know I I wondered about that you know they say that they've studied thousands of cases and they they can't prove anything I mean obviously you can't prove it no matter what um right because you don't know until you die yeah the coincidence is kind of put together you know why would this this kid know about this and they say that that in most of them it's the the children were very advanced they'd start talking at one I mean sentences yeah like full sentences with vocabulary most one-year-olds wouldn't have one of them she the 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 girl she was potty trained in a week and it's like oh I've never heard of that I know like (laughs) send me that child you know so they that they they held on to a lot of things that they learned in the previous life yeah I remember one story where the little girl was um drawing Japanese characters like perfectly with a Mm -hmm. paintbrush and the dad was like what is happening yeah how does she know this? Yeah, there's no... And then he went and looked up, found someone to help him figure out what the characters meant. And she also had drawn like a, sim, a family um, symbol. What are they called? Um, you know, like they have like the lion the crest. Yeah, crest, but it was like a Japanese version, you know, a family yeah. crest. And they were able to kind of figure out where, you know, where she came from and kind of narrowed it down. And I found that interesting, too, on figuring out where they came from. Because most of them, they, they, they know about their past life. They know what happened. They might know how they were killed, but they, don't, they may not have a name or they may not have a, a, a town or a place where they lived. And some of them did, and those are the ones where they could really trace it down and figure by process of elimination where... Yeah where who, they, who were, they were who they were yeah and then because there's records of people so if they have a name they can look them up and find you know find that they really yeah. existed and then um they you know of course they have 
the death records and things that show how they died and what injuries they might have sustained and newspaper stories. So it's really fascinating the way that they connect all these dots. Do it scientifically. And it's, yeah, that's what I think was very convincing for me was the University University of Virginia where um, there's extensive work on this, like, um, pap- you know, actual journal papers that are published so and they're you know they have to be peer-reviewed and all that so it's like you know this is it's they're doing the best they can to make it you you know as real as possible or as scientific as possible so it's not just you know any old person saying telling a story and everyone just believing it yeah and uh one of the things that struck me too was um I guess it I think it's Ian Stevenson was uh, Dr. Jim Tucker's predecessor. So he was the one at the university first that kind of started all this. And, um, but he had some cases about where kids accidentally ran into the person that murdered them and they had visceral reactions. They didn't know that that was the person. Yeah. And so I think they, you know, that kind of helped piece some of the stories together. But, you know, why is he this kid freaking out, you know, just because this other person walks in the room? Uh, one of the kids, like, I think tried to um, attack the adult. Like, just out of nowhere. Like, just full on, like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking how frightening that would be for the parents, you know. Like, what is happening to my sweet kid you know all of a sudden now they're like this murderous ball of rage and there's they're little you know yeah they can't do too much no but they still want to do it because they're they're a lot of them bring that adultness with them too they say that they they talk like adults yeah they're old souls (laughs) raised in, in little bodies yeah that's what they call them but i i did read an article um by that Ian Stevenson, and he said um, he re- recorded some some of this these discussions, and I didn't I didn't listen to the recording, but I saw what he had written, and it's like, oh, this does not sound like a five year old kid, right? I mean, you know, when you hear the, the story structure and, yeah. and the words that they use, because it like we were talking yesterday, you said that they would ask the you know, different kids to make up stories, yeah. like regular kids that hadn't been reincarnated, just to sort of have a um, a balance, I guess. Like, you know, do kids always make up these kind of stories and we're just fabricating, yeah, we, the, or not fabricating, but well, we're turning it into something bigger than yeah. it really is. And um, But when you hear the recordings or the videos or whatever of the kids telling the stories and they're so little... And then I look at my kids, it's like, they don't, they didn't tell stories like that at that age. No. Well, in that study there, they were trying to disprove that it's a coincidence. You know, they just said right. it's a coincidence. and they it's said easy to say that. It, out of all these kids that they put in this, you know, had them read the stories and stuff, they could, or make up the stories, they could find five or six instances where... Oh, well, it could be this person that died because they had similar circumstances, or it could be this one. But then they had one, and she she said it was by the seaside. She said um, she wandered off from her parents. She was wearing um, pink shorts and a... Don't quote me on this because yeah, I'm just but just by the memory. idea, yeah. You know, and she had a pink shirt that had a flower on it, and that, and she she named like five or six different things in her stories, and then she said, and then this man took me and he killed me, he stabbed me, I think she said, but I'm not sure. And the guy's like, okay, well, and what does this guy look like? And she said, oh, he looked a lot like you. So <laughs> it's like scary too. <laughs> Nobody wants to look like a murderer. Yeah. So they. <laughs> They take these stories and then they go and they investigate different places like, okay, it's by the seaside, might be in this area, yeah. not too far. And, and, but they found a case that fit this little girl's Like what um, she was wearing. Story. And, yeah. Exactly. But he said, and see, now if I was trying to prove that, you know, if I had said ahead of time that, oh, this, she was reincarnated, everybody would assume she was reincarnated. But to me... I'm thinking, well, maybe she was. That was pretty close to, 
a memory rather than just a made-up story. Yeah, to have all those details. Yeah, maybe that to her, she she that was a memory, but she was saying it was, you know, she's only a little kid, like three or four years old, telling this story. Yeah, I just think about that, too, because, you know, all those details, my kids, and maybe I'm, you know, my kids, it's only, only two kids, so it's not like a big sample of children, but, you know, at that age, they'd probably make up a very short story, like there was a rabbit, and then it hopped on my head and pooped on my foot or something, and then ha 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 like anything yeah. you know leads to poop and then it's over oh yeah or they bite their heads off or i mean it's yeah something like, then we bit the, bit their it head off with a hatchet yeah or something <laughs> and then that would be it would just wouldn't have the detail i don't think at that age yeah or just like you know some of the stories you know the kid had a he knew the password to the deceased person's computer that the family had been trying to get into for years because they needed some paperwork that was stored on their files or something and the kid knew the password so it's like you know how does somebody know that it's a, a lot of times they they say that the person that they were before is was a family member it was somebody in the family and I think those are harder for them to prove that maybe they... Yeah, because they could have heard, heard stories, stories or seen things. pictures. Though there was one where this man, he's a man now, but he he said he was his uncle. And he had a birthmark on his head that coincided with the, the uncle. The uncle was murdered with a hatchet. You know, with a, or a large knife they said hit in the back of the head and he had a scar on the back of his head and he also a birthmark and yeah. he also had a deformity on his toe his right toe and the uncle had had problems with infections on his right toe oh, for his wow. whole life almost yeah it just kept happening it kept happening and so he had a, a, a birth defect on the toe and that's another thing that's one of the reasons one of the things I can do to show that it is possible that they were reincarnated because they have birthmarks that coincide with um, operations or um, murder wounds yeah from the previous person I'm just looking for some information that I got this article from um Scientific America, written by uh, Jesse Baring from November 2nd, 2013. And I thought it, you know, it's kind of fun because he's starts off, you know, wondering if he's a skeptic or a cynic because he didn't believe in any of this. But then after he kind of like us, I mean, not that we didn't believe in it, but after you start looking at the real, the re- actual research part Cases, of it, yeah. it's kind of hard to deny there isn't something going on. But he talked about that too, where they, um, Stevenson, um, Ian Stevenson's magnum opus was a book called Reincarnation in Biology, and it was published in 1997. And um, he talked a lot about the unusual birthmarks and birth effects that you were just mentioning, mm-hmm. um, like finger deformities, underdeveloped ears. Um, one kid was born without a lower leg because the child, the person that had they had been before had died in a train accident where their leg got Got ran over yeah yeah um and then also like there was this one kid that had a um like those port wine stains you know those kind of um birthmarks and he had been shot in the previous life so he, he had like a tiny birthmark in the front of his body and on the back, he had a big port wine that, oh, you know, resembles like when the bullet comes out of yeah. the back. It wasn't symmetrical or anything. It's yeah, just it, was it was just like a big, like a splatter. Um, yeah, and so in his book, he had 225 children who, you know, had remembered their past lives that had physical anomalies that matched with the previous life's injury. Yeah, they they said it was something like thirty five percent of the of the kids, they can actually you know all, the coincidences. Yeah, because they have quite like a few the death with that the death um, the autopsy record. Yes. and they can compare the photos or whatever and see 
how it how it matches up yeah. which is kind of chilling yeah <laughs> and I wonder about why that would happen you know when you're reincarnated and then they kind of talked a little bit about your brain your mind having that the power over your body you know to cause these things to ha- like the trauma I guess of it can cause your body to develop in a weird way in the womb or well, that's what they're surmising they they said that it's very those wound those birthmarks were very rare because they there have different kinds of birthmarks um some are caused by chemicals um the uh oh like the mom was exposed to a chemical yeah or a viral in utero kind of a viral infection can cause birth right marks. they also said it can be manifested by the mother during pregnancy oh like from stress stress or, and yeah. things like that but these cases they're they're rare they can't fit find a, a specific thing that could have caused it yeah it's really interesting when you get into the science part of it 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 holds more i don't know I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but that there's more proof. I mean, why would they have a birthmark that's just like what the happened. wounds of the person? Yeah, and this is they, a person they, 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 they don't. They, yeah, they were. and this is a person they would have never known or met, or yeah. you know, in most cases, unless I guess it's a family member, they might. But it's not like you can cause that to happen just because you saw a picture of it, or you know. No. So no. I don't know. It is really weird. Um, there was a Turkish boy whose face was congenitally underdeveloped on the right side, and in his past past life, he had died from um, being shot, like really cl- at close range in the face. So it met, messed him up in the next life. Yeah, I just don't. I guess like that part, um, because I of course I'm going into like a spiritual. Th- thinking about this but you know it kind of makes it seem like the there's more chaos in the universe than if this is all true then you would um, want to imagine in a way like you don't go up to heaven and then sit around a table and necessarily make these choices or whatever it's probably like sometimes you just get put into the next body pretty quickly and then you don't really have time to process what happened to you. Well, some of these kids said that they, when they died, after they died, they're allowed to rest for a short time, and then they have a discussion with God or or the, um, they had another name that they called called God, but it wasn't necessarily God. It was like a guider, guidance yeah like person angel or something but they would have a discussion to discuss whether they learned enough in that life and whether they wanted to go back and learn some more yeah that i i find that fascinating too and i wonder if it correlates with the kids who just remember versus the kids who have the physical anomalies at birth just because to me it feels like they obviously didn't have time to process what happened to them and it manifested in their body somehow versus someone who maybe had time to like review what happened to them and understand it or whatever and then go into another another body (laughs) it's it's hard to talk about this like with the right words because it's kind of like confusing but do you know what I'm trying to say yeah that that I know what you're trying to say. It, it. I mean, it's not that you'll. No one's gonna have an answer for me. I just. It's the kind of stuff where that's what my brain starts thinking well, about. Well, makes you, it does. All of this makes you think about the different things. Yeah, and if it's if that to me, I wonder if it's just more chaotic than I would want it to be. Because I want to imagine, you know, once you die, you understand why all the different things happened to you and what yeah. it meant and. Um, what you were supposed to learn from it, all that kind of stuff, and that there's some kind of recog- recognition and reconciliation, I guess that's the word I'm looking for, like with it all, and then you 
you know, have this grace period where you sort of get grounded, get yourself together, and then you go and experience a new life. But this sort of looks like evidence for it being a little bit more chaotic than that. Well, because the death was chaotic. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's why they remember. Maybe the one that, you know, lived to an old age and, and died and, and then they they come back and they don't remember any of that. They just start fresh. But if you have a, you know, if you're murdered, um, you ha- might want to resolve that. Because these kids have those those phobias and those fears, they still have all that. Yeah, maybe it's like I'm. I want to get back there right now and fix this. Fix this. Yeah. I did have one, one, that I saw with. Uh, um, I don't know why the parents where they were and the parents went there, but the the the, the child remembered. He went. He they remembered the the neighborhood or whatever, and they went there, and then he said. That's the guy, the neighbor. He killed me. And he went over and he said, you killed me. Oh, wow. And I said the guy kind of turned like what? red and like, yeah. oh, or white and oh, no. And he said, and I know where you buried me. And he took him and, they bur- and he found the oh, my show gosh. where he was buried. That so, is some creepy stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're thinking about murdering some, somebody, you, <laughs> you might want to get caught. Yeah, <laughs> you might want a second, second think of, or whatever. What I don't know what I'm trying to say. You might want to reconsider that but as far as getting caught. But I think what that's why. I mean, like they. I mean, how can you, how can you deny that? I mean, because there's no way he would know that. Like a little kid, a little kid. was probably, you know, obviously wasn't born yet when this happened right and then he knows exactly where the body is body was yeah it's like whoa and he had a scar too on his head or a birthmark where he was hitting the head with an axe so it kind of makes sense i guess that you in that instance you'd want to get back as fast as you can so you could get some justice some justice Yeah. yeah but these kids they have that's a lot of times they find out because they start having nightmares and they dream about these things like a fire or yeah or they have whatever. guilt over like the little boy with the titanic yeah. there was a little boy that um <clears throat> kept having these horrible nightmares because he couldn't save people and it was his fault and um the parents didn't know what to do and then i guess as somebody in his family took him to see the movie titanic you know, before that, he didn't. They didn't know anything that it was about it being connected to the Titanic. And then he was became obsessed with it and just kept drawing pictures of the boat and talking about it all the time. And um, they showed the pictures, and it's like they Detail. weren't just like cute those. little boat pictures. There were like cross sections of the boat, like cut in half, and what was yeah. on each floor. And he knew like yeah. everything about it. And the mom said he was like telling her all these facts about it. And she later was able to look it up and found out that they were, it really was true. Like the facts that he knew, there's no way he could have known him from just the movie because it's, you know, fictional. It's not like a real, it's not about how the boat was built. And he knew everything about how the boat was built and designed. And they figured out eventually that he must have been the guy that designed the boat. He felt responsible for the people that got trapped in the boiler room and and weren't able to escape. Yeah, and um, and I thought, man, that's that's a lot to live with. Yeah, and I think later when he was older, they interviewed him and he talked about that that he was able to get past the guilt and get on with this current life, like focus more on that. But that's a lot to li- like be born li- worrying about. Yeah, born with <laughs> guilt. Yeah, <laughs> and I know I I. I I saw one, too, on a video um, where I, I can't remember what it was. I think it was in a, might have been a plane crash. Or it might have even been that child. I don't know because I saw so many. They kind of run together. Yeah. But they actually, the parent, one parent was in with them talking, talking them down, and one was outside recording, and he just kept saying, I couldn't save them. I couldn't save them. So he had that, he had that guilt. And this was the kid, you know, the, a recording of the child. And these kids are small. They're little kids. They start, um, they what is it, two to, two to 
four or two something. to four they start and a lot of times they'll start forgetting which around five six seven years old one of them started at a year and a half he started having the nightmares yeah so little and they you know might not really be able to express yet what it is yeah they don't well they don't they have limited experience in this life yeah to understand what what physically going on. like developed enough to draw or speak you know there's so most many of things. them did speak yeah though. and one of them they said they that the child was drawing at like i don't know it was before a year old they yeah. were drawing pictures it's like amazing of, of you know they're drawing out these scenarios of things that happen to them and they don't have the coordination so yeah you, it's just like the boy with the titanic i mean yeah. his pictures they were obviously driven um drawn by a drawn child, by a child. But like the detail, all the cabins with the things in the cabins and, and everything. Yeah, and, and just he knew exactly where everything went on that ship. Yeah. It's just kind of amazing. Yeah, and that's... And I his can... sister was like a, what was she, a child psychologist or something. And she was very yeah. skeptical at first, and but then was like, there's no other explanation. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make any sense. And she was worried about his obsession. Like, at first, everyone's like, oh, how cute. He's really into the Titanic. But then it was, you know, all those nightmares and all the stuff yeah. that started happening. So, And I feel for the parents. Yeah, yeah. because you just, you probably do think my kids Something's had a mental wrong. health problem. Or maybe I'm having the mental health like problem. Like, something's going on. Some of them won't sleep alone. They can't sleep. Yeah, Some of them, they, they could not sleep. sleep. They were afraid, I Poor think, kids. If, if they were going to go into the nightmare phase of it. Yeah. And they just couldn't sleep. You know, and you see the kids, that's obvious. <laughs> yeah, they look <laughs> they exhausted. Look exhausted, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't read, I read some of it, but then I got hooked on the videos. Because, you know, I'm a, I, 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 I do believe in reincarnation. I always have. Um, since I was young, because I just thought, well, this can't be the only time to go around. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I've thought that too, but also I didn't know if it was more of just like a wish that I had, or a, you know, a true belief, or more of a wish. Or, or I've thought, well, why is it that some people have a life? You know, they there's some people who have, have it together and. And they make good decisions. They have a good life. Everything goes smooth. And then good other luck. people, yeah. no matter what, you know, they just don't make good decisions. And or like just bad luck hits them over and over again. Over like over. no matter what they try to do, it's just they just get hammered. But it's like I figured they might be a new soul that's just learning how to live, how to do things. And I always wondered too, like which direction would it go? And would your life get easier? as time went on or would your life get harder as time went on because you wanted to experience well it's kind of like a video game <laughs> you learn something from each level yeah and it gets easier it gets easier as you go along but you're hit with harder things but then like i think in boot in buddhism it's the opposite way like you have a harder life but you're a stronger you're stronger you have a stronger um soul or spiritual yeah connection or whatever it is so it's like because in buddhism you're kind of trying to learn to still be in a good space even if you're yeah getting hammered by life well, don't sweat <laughs> the small stuff yeah That's don't what you... don't get too attached to anything yeah. to where it it brings you pain or you know yeah and i could see that getting like every um like in a video game every level gets harder but you, you have, handle it you better. have to overcome it yeah. yeah so it's like yeah I don't know or is it the other way where you start off you know maybe as an animal and then you just have to survive and then you learn to do that and then you come in and you know try you know it's like really hard you're like you know a kid who's born into a war and you have to work when you're three like in the gun shop or you know yeah or whatever you know the factories you know that kind of stuff or whatever and then and then I also wonder well what about time like can you <laughs> reincarnate back. in the past or into the future or how does that all work like oh I, I'd like to go and live during Queen Elizabeth's reign or you yeah know, 
or something. I don't know. I, I wonder about how all that would happen. <laughs> well, there are theories like that, though. I didn't really get into it. In well, it's a whole different one, thing, but, really, yeah. But which I guess we could do on another episode. But it just, it does, it makes you start thinking about, well, I always have a lot of questions, but thinking about things and how, how it all works together. Well, and they pick, if they pick their lives, like one of them said that he he picked his he picked his family he wanted his family because he told his mom I picked you to be my mom I I followed you in the snow and she's like well gee I've lived here where we don't get snow for 20 years or whatever but when she was young she would walk in the woods she in Pennsylvania she would walk in the woods and he said yeah I followed your footsteps in the snow so he watched her to, to, to decide but then, to. yeah but then it must have been years and I don't know how you know time may be way different up, oh I would imagine then, it would be but he had to have watched her when she was young because he, he he mentioned a blue bike or a tricycle or something and she's like yeah I did have a blue tricycle when I was a child yeah so he wild. must have watched known then you know saw her then I saw one pick. of the kids talking about there being a window that you could look through to see mm-hmm. people, to watch them. To watch. They, they had different things that they said that they would, one of them said it was up in a castle, on the top of the castle, and he could look over. Um, one of them, they said, well, when you decide, you just jump down, or you, one of them jumped, you'd jump and you'd grab a string and slide down the string. I read something about, or maybe watched it, but yeah, some, I, there was one about that that I read too, where they do just jump in. <laughs> or go through a portal. One of them said, one of them mentioned the window. It reminds um, me of that movie we watched on Disney with the characters that die. I can't think of the name of it now. That came out a few years ago. It's kind of like at the beginning of the pandemic, I think. I wish I could remember it, but the guy dies and then... It's like they just slide down into... Oh, Boss Baby? No. (laughs) No, but that's kind of similar, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I'll have to look that movie up. I can't remember the name, but... Um, Boss Boss Baby is pretty funny, actually. Like one of them, he said, you know, to pick his parents, they they decide to pick their parents that best serve their needs as to what they want to do in the next life. Um, and that kind of fits because you see the kids, like the kid with the Titanic, he um, went on, he was still designing things. Like he kind of went, a, he wasn't doing he boats. He still wanted but to be a yeah, he engineer. Was, or... Yeah, he took that passion for that and he still, still kept it. Yeah. He still had it. And this, this child said it was like a castle in the sky and he, and he was looking down and then when he would climb down and meet with God to discuss his learning, what he wanted to learn, he said there were good angels with rainbow colors that were rainbow colors with white wings. <laughs> oh, that's a nice visual. Yeah, so I imagine that prob- part probably is an individual thing. What when they go, maybe yeah, whatever or they how think they remember it, might be. it too, because yeah. If it's something that's otherworldly, you might not really be able to describe it. Yeah, yeah, with the parameters of our existence. Yeah. Yeah. So and then it's interpreted through a young child. Yeah, it's, you know. has no, you know, they have these memories, but they don't always have the, the context the, for it or, yeah. The experience to explain it. Yeah. I don't know. This one, I think I got Titanic written on it. It might have been one of the, the Titanic ones, but he's the one that said he's saw his his mother on a blue tricycle and they said that he would talk when he talked he had an english accent <laughs> and he would always say a port or starboard he wouldn't oh yeah he, he wouldn't say right left, or left. Or right, right. Yeah. i remember that too yeah i thought that was interesting they said he after a while the english accent kind of disappeared but the port or starboard he never changed that he always he used always that. kept it yeah, that's kind of fascinating, too, because yeah. how many kids say that? I guess if you grew up in a boating community, you might, but yeah, but he probably didn't, right? Well, no, they, they <laughs> thought it was strange. Yeah, everybody <laughs> thought it was strange. 
that makes me wonder about um Junie because she has a she drops her R's or does her R's kind of funny like a like yeah, she, she sounds like she's <laughs> sounds like she's from back east for sure. It's kind of funny. Yeah. She'll say it and I'm like, You mean this? No. I can't think of a word right now, but and I'd say it again, no. And she's like, it's got an R. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because she doesn't pronounce the R. So it kind of I... sounds like a W sometimes. Yeah. yeah. We keep working on it with her. But yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. But um, some of these these places that if anyone's interested, there, there are quite a few videos on YouTube. Uh, one of them is a, a series of children who remember past lives. And another one is the ghost inside my child. That one was on Amazon too, I think. I think that's where I saw some of those. Yeah, that was the one I originally came across. I think that kind of piqued my interest. Within, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. that's it. But they um that one had the orphan train on it. Right, and I think that one had the story about the kid who was like a Japanese, or maybe he wasn't Japanese. I can't remember, but there, he was a um like a pilot and then his plane crashed because he kept saying i'm going down i'm going down yeah he'd have those like nightmares and they said like he'd constantly replay it like everything whatever he had he'd turn it into a cockpit like (laughs) whatever it didn't matter where he was or what you know things were laying around he'd build himself a cockpit and well so that's them trying to work through that particular yeah, what happened? What happened? And I guess that's what they do with people who have PTSD. Yeah, it's like the, exposure therapy. Yeah, <laughs> you just keep going until it doesn't have its power anymore. Yeah, because some of them they did that once they they got through it and they knew what happened, that it really happened. It starts to recede the the nightmares. Right, that things. was really interesting too. Because I think this this kid that went down in the plane crash, they um. You know, they found the plane, the type of plane, and they, um, I think they went, I want to say they went to Japan, but I can't remember. He might have been an American that was, over, you know, got shot down in Japan. I can't remember, but he... Um, Iwo Jima. I yeah, think I, I think it him. was. And he, they went there and they had a ceremony for his old self when they scattered some flowers or something into the water and they did a bunch of stuff and then after that he seemed much more at peace with it yeah like he was it was recognized and acknowledged but yeah it's kind of it's kind of (laughs) fascinating there was one that went through the um trades center oh the or or the plane crash, crashing plane into the yeah. World Trade Center, yeah. Yeah. I remember that one, too, because they talked about, like, being on the ground in the rubble, like, looking out yeah. from the rubble, which is kind of disturbing, because you think he would have died at that point, or maybe he would, had died. Yeah, because he said that he hit the ground, and then the, it was covered with the, um, with the stone, the rock, the, you know, the... All the material from the building, yeah. Coming down on him. But he ended up, they took him to the memorial. Was he he one of the people that jumped? Yeah, I think he jumped. And uh, he, because he talked about the falling part. Oh, I just feel so sick to my stomach. Yeah. Like imagining. Well, was that a burn, so. I know. I just, what an awful choice. All of them, because they're all, they, they had traumatic deaths when they talk about them. It's awful. I think it's harder for me to, I guess, because I'm fairly empathic, so I, when people tell these stories, I imagine them. And it it's harder sometimes because you know that they had to choose one or the other. Mm-hmm. And that part, you know, it's like Sophie's choice. Which kid do you choose, or you know, which which horrible thing do you choose? And like having to, and I have trouble <laughs> making decisions, as I think I discussed in one of our earlier podcasts. Yeah. But that that part just seems so, just so horrible. There was one during the um, they figured it out first. They thought it, the 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 girl was drawing people in white outfits with the red cross and 
they like thought the it was nurse's the outfit or clang or oh you know. KKK? KKK, yeah. <laughs> Say it easier. Yeah, it's a little bit easier. <laughs> they thought maybe that's what it was, but it turned out to be during the Crusades. Oh, so it was a cross. It was a cross. They had a, you know, the pole with the cross, and I think they had the Red Cross on their, on their white outfits they, that they wore. But they went to this village, and they rounded up the... the um, people there because they wanted you know christianity they wanted them to change they were infidels and all this stuff and yeah and she walked they built a big bonfire and they she walked into the fire oh gosh as they said she said well they were going to kill me anyway yeah but they chose and some of the other ones and they 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 researched it through history and figured out that's that was true that, that was a true story yeah wow and she was one of those those people there but they couldn't figure out I mean that she started with the drawing the people yeah and, and I could see they're like oh, it's a red cross. This. Yeah. yeah that's scary that's scary but that was a choice they were and then that anyway. choice feels like empowering in a way but still horrible horrible yeah I think it's horrible what people do to each other yeah it's just kind of that's that's a real night that's the nightmare <laughs> right wow. there like oh to do it in the name of God. Yeah, that part's that's, really yeah, just that's bad. It's awful. So, um, let me see. What do I got else that I haven't? Other things that I haven't mentioned. Well, we are at about fifty-two minutes, so I don't know if we want to. I know we want to just we're gonna split this episode up into two part one and part two because we have so much information yeah <clears throat> i don't know do you think that's a good stopping point and then yeah and the sad part <laughs> i know i'm <laughs> no, like getting oh, teary-eyed get thinking about people i was thinking about the boy at the world trade center because he went and found his name his yeah. past life name there and then that helped him that, right yeah it helped him yeah he could put it to put it to rest i guess and i think like I read or I watched that one and he had never been to New York. Like no. they took this big trip there and yeah. Yeah. So they could do that. Kind of. Well, all these nightmares like three or four times a week at least they'd have these horrible nightmares. I just feel so, it's so sad. I mean, it's so cool like that you get to come back, you know, and and live another life but it's so sad for the it's got to be so hard for the families because I Mm -hmm. my kids have had nightmares occasionally and it's really kind of stressful you know because you you know Junie sleep blocks I slept walk when I was a kid (laughs) it's like you know you can't you're worried a little bit you know are they going to have another nightmare tonight is it you know are they going to sleepwalk and hurt themselves you know yeah so you just kind of you're on guard a lot and then to have all that trauma coming out of your kid and you don't know where it's coming from you can't you don't know how to help you them you can't help them because a lot of them don't know they parents don't know what's going on until all of a sudden something clicks where the kids are saying something that sounds too real to be just a nightmare right and then people about, won't believe you yeah about things that they've never been exposed to yeah and then it's like you know how do you well I don't let my kids watch violent things on tv yeah we don't have guns or anything we don't have you know we don't talk about that stuff we don't own a plane that they could have yeah seen the cockpit of and like known where all the buttons were and how could a three-year-old four-year-old kid know Know all all that stuff yeah that's really fascinating but I do feel bad for the families I think that would be so tough yeah especially if it goes on for years yeah, I know there was a story I read, or maybe I watched, but the boy, um, the mom said that he couldn't really, like, get along with his peers because he was so mature, I guess, you know, for his age, mm-hmm. and then um, they all just thought he was weird, and then he just sort of had an outcast life, you know, yeah. as a child, which is really hard, too. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's just a lot, but... Um, yeah, so you want to wrap that this up for now, and then we'll come back 
yeah we next can do week another episode do another episode because i think we both still have some information we want to yeah wanna i'd like share. to get more information yeah it's, to me it's it's fascinating yeah <laughs> Well, and then, like, there was the stories of people who, like, found their previous families in, in some cultures because it's more acceptable. Reincarnation's a ex- pretty acceptable idea in a- belief. In Asian and, countries because they have a lot of yeah, they, Buddhism. and They and, believe in reincarnation yeah. anyway. And then sometimes they find their old family and, and kind of reconnect with them, and then they have, like, two families. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of fascinating. yeah. Um, well, there was one I, I saw that the, the boy was a boy and he, he, he said that he was, you know, he kept saying when well, he got hit in the back of the head and he died and he kept having dreams about it. And then his mom did some research. I guess he, he knew what his first name was and she found um, someone that had died that way. And um, the, the people who did the program, they went and contacted her, the mother of the son that got killed and and um she this the i guess what happened is the boy went out in the woods with his friend and i guess the friend hit him and and hurt him and then he thought oh no he's gonna i'm gonna get in trouble so he just kept hitting him oh my gosh and she she decided well she she kept having nightmares and she couldn't sleep and she was sick and and felt awful since her son had died and was a couple of years and she so they contacted her and wanted to know if she would would talk to these people and they went to her house and she and the the boy connected and and um they've been they i guess they live kind of far apart because they email and they yeah they do facetime all the time that's They're so just cool like, yeah you know it's like her second you know another mom or grandmother because yeah. she's a little bit older but yeah and then she felt better because she knew that you know her son yeah. didn't just die like how it, comforting it is end. that to know that your your child is move you know Moved still yeah. still in the world or in the universe or however you want to look at it but yeah but their essence or whatever still exists and it's you know if you believe in it and it makes your life better even if it's not true even if we do just cease to exist i mean that's your life better now kind of the basis of all religion in a way (laughs) you know it makes you feel better and it kind of makes sense somebody had said well you know in your physical body and in all things in nature it's a circle you know you have a plant and it dies and it replenishes it replenishes the soil and something else grows and and it's just a circle and why can't it be with with a spiritual right souls because it would all i mean it's all got to be somehow similar yeah but yeah i find it interesting and then there was a thing a while back and i saw this in a show i watched recently where they kind of talked about it but um where when they when you die they weigh you and you lose like five pounds or six pounds or something like your soul weighs six pounds or you know around there depends on the people oh that's interesting yeah i don't know if it's if it's true i do vaguely remember a discussion about that like in the past like a couple decades ago but um it was actually in an episode of a show that i watch i can't think of the show but um that i watched recently and they it was you know it's a fictional show but in the oh it was evil it was the show evil on um paramount or whatever but they you know they were the scientists were doing this so they were trying to get people who were about to die to donate their last few minutes <laughs> so they <laughs> could weigh them alive and then weigh them after they died like immediately after they died yeah. before your body you know starts breaking down or whatever and um but it was in this episode and it made me it reminded me that that there was something about that so I want to look that up too yeah that's pretty interesting yeah so who knows yeah. well <laughs> but anyway yeah we're on a better better note to to end this episode and we'll yeah not we're not all teary-eyed continue with a little bit more next week yeah we'll go on with this we'll do part two um so I just want to do a quick uh, reminder that if you enjoy this podcast, it'd be so helpful to us if you could um, share it with one of your friends, like just send them your favorite episode 
and um, so we can see if there's more people out there who want to listen. And if you could, um, if you're on Apple um, Podcasts or Google Podcasts or any of those, if you could give us a rating or a little, you know, shout out or something would be really helpful. Yes. And you can also contact us. Um, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Gardilou or Gardilou Pod. We're pretty easy to find. There's not a lot of Gardilous out there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Or you can email us at GardilouPod at gmail.com if you have suggestions or questions or anything. Yeah, we just want to hear just from some you. some input. Yeah, or nice. if you got a good story you want us to share about any any of these topics yeah that's personally that you know personally yeah yeah well especially anything funny we're always looking for a reason to laugh around here (laughs) (laughs) but we'd really love to hear if you have a story about um a past life or someone you you know a kid you knew you know there's all kinds of stories about kids saying things that you know could have meant could have meant more than they did or we thought they did well yeah Kids do say some creepy stuff once in a while, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll have a good day. uh, I'll talk to you next week. (laughs) Yep, next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Got it, Lou.